What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey there, welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host and the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. And I am super excited for you to be here today. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about how to deal with tough times. This is in response to hearing from a couple of readers who were really going through it. And so I put these episodes together and I really hope that they help. Today, I am sharing seven little things that help you deal with those tough times, that make those tough times less taxing and that don't take a lot of energy or time. Now, I understand that when you are going through it, it is really tempting to just want to put your head down and endure and maybe comfort yourself by eating whatever sounds good and not going on the walk and binging your favorite show and maybe staying up too late. And I support all of that. I really do. There's a time and a place for everything. Also, it's hard to have the bandwidth to think about doing anything that could be perceived as extra, which taking better care of yourself or doing self-care might deal in those moments when you're like basically climbing a mountain. And yet there are things that you can do, little things, sometimes even tiny things that can have such a big positive impact on your being and your well-being even now. And that's what I'm sharing with you today, seven of them, in fact. These are things that help in the moment, but that also lessen the odds that the stressors you're currently facing will take a lasting toll because we know this about stress, right? It is at play in nearly every chronic disease. And so sometimes stress makes it hard to take care of yourself, but you don't want to totally let have stress have its way with you either. I hope some of these really easy, simple, fast things will help tone it down a little bit for you and make you feel more receptive, open, and present. The first thing on the list is to drink a cup of green tea. Okay, you're probably already going to have a hot beverage of some sort in a typical day, right? Make one of those beverages green tea because it has so many incredible health benefits, including helping your body keep your good genes turned on and your bad genes turned off. And this is so important because when you're experiencing stress, it typically has the opposite effect. It typically encourages bad genes to get turned on and good genes to get turned off. So when you have a cup of green tea, know that you're nourishing yourself down to your DNA and helping your body stay resilient even in the face of stress. Number two on my list of seven little things is reaching out to a friend to talk. You know, sharing your experience really is so powerful. You get to verbally process. You get to hear yourself say out loud what you're really going through and what you really think. Also, if you have a friend who is hopefully someone skillful enough to say, I'm sorry, that sounds really hard, instead of launching into, you know what you should do? It helps you feel heard and validated. And I just can't even express how important that is. It can just cause this shift in your energy immediately to be like, oh yeah, this is hard. (laughs) And then it's like, you get to exhale a little bit. Also, hopefully this person can help you do some laughing because laughing makes everything more tolerable. Number three on the list of seven things is taking a 10 minute walk. Okay. And if a 10 minute walk is too long, 
take a five minute walk. And if a five minute walk is too much energy, just walk outside, take three breaths and walk back inside. Why? So many reasons. First of all, you're going to get some natural light, which we're learning more and more is so important for regulating your circadian clock, which in turn regulates so many processes within your body, including when your hormones are released, your cortisol goes up in the morning, but then it goes down at night if your circadian rhythm is in a good place. And then your melatonin rises at night so that you can get good sleep. And it really all can stem from getting that bright morning light. Also, going outside, even for three breaths, gives you fresh air, which is really important because indoor air is typically more polluted than outdoor air. Taking a walk is also repetitive movement. It just lets your brain get into this zone that is hard to get into when you're sitting still. You're also going to get your heart rate up a little bit, and that's going to help flush waste products out and deliver oxygen and nutrients to your cells, and it'll strengthen your heart. And most importantly, it refreshes your perspective. Don't discount going outside for a walk, even though you think you might not have time for a longer walk and that it doesn't count. It does count. Just try it. I've got four more little tips for you and a freebie to help you track the things that you do to support yourself because what you track improves. But I got to take a break. So stick around. Okay, the fourth thing on this list of little things that you can do when you're going through tough times may not feel like such a little thing, but really all it requires you to do is sit still. <laughs> and that is to meditate. Okay, I have three asterisks next to this one because if you are going to choose just one of these things on this list to do, you should probably meditate because it has such a robust body of science behind it to show that it can lower the stress response even increase the gray matter in your brain and the areas associated with emotional regulation. It can also change your genetic expression for the better, sort of like drinking green tea, except you don't even need to get up and make yourself a cup of tea. If meditating seems like a really big ask because your thoughts are bouncing all over the place, just try it for three minutes. There are so many apps to help. Insight Timer, Calm, Headspace, you can search for free meditation apps too. These days with all these apps, it really can be as simple as pressing a button. I would say in order to make meditation something that is easy to do and maybe even part of your daily routine or most days routine, try it in your car after you've parked somewhere, but before you get out or even when you're sitting up in bed right after you wake up. Because when you tie a new practice to some regular part of your day, you make it much easier for you to remember and you really increase the likelihood that you'll actually do it. If you're ready for a little bit more of a deeper dive, there's a 12-minute meditation from Kundalini Yoga called the Kirtan Kriya. And it involves you, there's some little hand gestures and you repeat a mantra over and over again. So there's something to do instead of just sit there which can be really helpful for people who meditation feels hard. It does last for 12 minutes, but it has been found in studies to have a significant beneficial effect on cognition and concentration, which are two things that tend to go down significantly when you're stressed. If you want to try the Kirtan Kriya, go to YouTube and search for Kirtan, K-I-R-T-A-N, and then Kriya, K-R-I-Y-A. <laughs> 
I'm laughing because it was really hard. I had to concentrate a lot to make sure that I spelled that correctly. Okay. Did it though. Whew. The fifth thing on the list of seven little things to do is to just make yourself either a power smoothie or a power salad. Have one meal a day where you are getting a lot of nutrients and then the rest of the time, like eat your comfort food and don't feel bad about it. I'm going to share my favorite smoothie recipe really quickly because it has so many colors of the rainbow in it and colorful foods, fruits and vegetables, even beans and spices have so many rich plant chemicals in them that are anti-inflammatory that help our neurotransmitters be in balance. This is a really simple way to just get a lot of colors in one meal and then you don't have to worry about your nutrition so much the rest of the day while you're going through this extra stressful time. My favorite smoothie recipe, half a frozen banana, a cup of frozen blueberries, a few big handfuls of spinach, a couple of tablespoons of almond butter, and then you add in almond milk or oat milk or soy milk or milk milk, like whatever your favorite milk is, and you blend it up. And it is really delicious and it's not super sweet. A lot of smoothies are really super sweet and can kind of spike your blood sugar and then you crash and that doesn't feel so great. But the protein in the almond butter helps you stay full. The fiber and the berries and the spinach also helps you not have a blood sugar spike. And man, I really recommend it. If you don't like smoothies, have a salad and see how many colors you can get in there. Black olives, red peppers, chickpeas, cucumbers, red peppers, yellow peppers, you know, See how many colors you can get in there and just have that salad and then eat your pizza or your mashed potatoes or your gluten-free cookies, which is what I ate a lot after my appendectomy, even though I knew it wasn't quote unquote healthy, it was very healing. And then number six on the list is cuddling. You can cuddle with your pet, with your kid, your partner, your robe, your favorite blanket. Why is cuddling on my list? Because touch releases oxytocin. Oxytocin is known as the love hormone, and it helps you feel bonded to other people, but its benefits go so much deeper than that. Oxytocin really helps you cope with stress. It is a counteragent to cortisol. It is also anti-inflammatory. It lowers blood pressure, and it helps you feel connected to others, which, as I was talking about in Monday's episode, is a fundamental physiological need. You know how babies who aren't held enough fail to thrive? Well, that's in large part because they are deprived of oxytocin because they're not being touched. So if you feel like just lying around on the couch with your cat, do it and know that you're nourishing your own resilience. And then my final tip of little things to do is to actually get in bed when you're tired. I know how tempting it is to want to like watch another episode or to feel like you're too tired to get up and go to bed. But you probably need extra rest now. Stress is tiring and you want to honor your natural drive to sleep. It's better to go to bed early than sleep in because as I was talking about, morning light is so important for regulating your circadian rhythm. Some good sleep also makes everything feel more manageable because sleep is when your brain takes out the trash. And so it's going to help you think more clearly and process your emotions. Going to bed early is how grownups sleep in. That is a phrase that I heard from my friend, Laura Vanderkam, and it is the damn truth. (laughs) So those are my list of seven things. I hope they help. Also, as a bonus, go back and listen to my interview with Andrea Nakayama about post-traumatic growth that aired on Wednesday, which is the episode directly before this one in your podcast player. 
And just remember that every little thing that you do counts, even if it's not on this list. I have a freebie for you. It's called a Calm Tracker. It's a really pretty designed piece of paper that has 30 bubbles on it and it has pretty handwriting and it's the kind of thing that you can hang up on your wall. And every time you do something that helps you feel calmer, that tends to your vibe, that tends to your being, you can write it in one of the little bubbles and then you can look at that sheet of paper hanging on the wall and see all the things that you've done for yourself. And it will help you remember (laughs) and help you consolidate the benefit of those experiences because you will have visual proof that you are actually supporting yourself. You can come get that at katehanley.com slash calm tracker. That's katehanley.com slash calm tracker. I also included a link to it in the episode notes right in your podcast app. I hope it helps. And whatever you're going through... I'm sending you love and strength. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 